That's uh, quite the alert. Recording in progress. They want you to make sure you know you are being recorded. Let me let me turn on my video here. Ron Mac, how's it going, man? Bro, I'm doing absolutely amazing. Um, just uh, you like the it's my hair for the for the Dominican Republic, man. That's so sick. It's it's in case there's jungle there and I need to blend in like a jungle cat. Um, You're fucking I'm ready, prepared. man. Dude, I'm pumped. You're going on a little trip, leaving tonight or tomorrow? You leave, taking a red eye out tonight, um, getting there, nine days of debauchery, and then on my way to New York City to continue the pain train, man. Love it. Um, I've been to the DR once. We stayed at the Hard Rock and had a blast. I don't imagine it is a place that you can have a bad time unless you're really going out of your way to, to do that agreed agreed yeah. it's just it's beaches and drinking what's wrong with that yeah how do you fuck yeah. that up yeah we all know beaches and bikinis also go together so it's true you wife's coming the one along. i have yeah <laughs> <laughs> i can love it so not a whole lot's been going on this week it, it it's been a quiet week but you know i i think it's a, a good reset week we there's uh there was so much going on and so many new people i think um I know that, you know, having been here for a while, even my head was spinning. Um, it gives people a chance to to kind of reset and and prepare for what I think is going to be an absolutely monster second half of the season. Yeah, it's going to be a banger. I can't wait to get started again. But like you said, I, I do like the break. And I think after the nifty drop, we had a lot of people roll in. And unfortunately, we've just kind of been plugging them to the podcast. Like, hey, we're kind of in a down motion right now, just hanging out check out the podcast, see what's going on. And we'll be back in like two weeks or something at this point. Yeah. Well, you know, it, it's, it's interesting, man. Um, so this has been my first season drop. Um, and there was a pretty big gap. It sounds like between uh, last season and the start of this season. Um, and in that time I came in, Oh, like late January, early February. And, you know, it felt like it took that amount of time just, just for me to really like, I, I think fully comprehend like exactly what was going on and then to be ready for this. So I, so I can't imagine, you know, trying to absorb all of this in two or three weeks. Um, thankfully now with the way things are set up, uh, there's more, maybe focused resources to, to get people there, which is a good thing. Not, not that there weren't when I came in, but just, you know, we were just kind of palling around so much that until you start to cut the steak with that knife, uh, it's, it's a little bit different of a thing. Um, but, but it's been great and everything I've hoped it'd be. Yeah. I think the team formats definitely like help build up the, the resources, like you were saying, where people are there to be leaned on and, Thankfully, you had a lot of those like mini events to go through when you first came through that kind of explained some of the utility that was going down. Um, I think people that are entering now are kind of watching from the sidelines, waiting for them to be able to like participate. But their time will come. Uh, not only will it come, but, you know, if, if they're at least on the periphery, when that time comes, they're going to be even more ready to, to kind of dive in with both feet. So it, it's been really good. It's probably smarter and, and better to like 
wait and see how it all works before you kind of like jump in. I mean, obviously you can buy stuff on secondary base cards or inserts are going to help you out, but the prices are so inflated on inserts right now because we're in season and people like are hoarding that shit that, you know, if you're new, wait for a brand new insert drop, it's going to be, you know, 0.33 Tez or whatever when it comes out. And that's where people really rack up their bags. That's been like the, the most interesting part to me is, um, you know, it's been it's been a wild month for this whole space, uh, whether you are like uh, NFT maxi or you dabble in crypto. The, the markets are, um, in ex, you know, they're, they're intertwined in, in a real way. And, and we find ourselves seeing everything that's happened yet. With all that being said, yet there's paper thin floors on everything that are you know, at least since I've been around, like all time highs by a pretty significant margin. Um, it, it honestly blows my mind. You know, I'm, I'm in a few other projects and, and you see like where they're at. And um, it's scary out there, man. Dude, it is. Scary is the right word because, you know, you know that there's going to be consolidation. And, and I think holistically like this needed to happen right? I'm the, doing it now. I feel myself consolidating and only focusing on a couple projects. And I was spread pretty thin before, you know, yeah. it's like, you got to pick and choose at this point. Cause it's, it's tighter around here. It is. And, well, and not only that, but the market will force you to consolidate because if you don't, you are going to get left holding a bad bag. Yeah. Um, and, and to me, that's been, you know, the, the best part about this, because there's projects, um, there's a hundred reasons why you might like something. I think more often than not, it comes down to pretty much just the art, um, which is fine. There's stuff I have that I love. It's just, it's visually absolutely beautiful. But as, as this space continues to mature and develop, I think there's going to be an expectation that there's something more. Yeah. I, I would totally agree with that. Like, there's probably a couple of fine artists that will continue just doing NFTs, but I mean, Threes has said it before. It's like, why don't you just make prints then? Because it's the same thing at that point. And I, I really like those projects that take the technology to the next level, where they're like, this allows me to do something I can't do with just physical prints. You know, like we're, I, I just like those projects. Not only they're interesting, but the smart ones will realize like I need to probably with every drop I do have a print aspect to it. Whether you burn the NFT to get the physical print, which would be like kind of a cool mechanic for them to integrate. Um, but but to me, like you need a different level of engagement from your community and you need to have a reason for them to stick around. Right. That That's going to be the only way that you're going to come out and and make it through the next bull turn, which will happen. It will. Fair part right behind it. Um, and, and that's just been the best thing about kind of what's going on here. It's the, the, the interest in the engagement is, is insane. And what threes is so good at doing is, is finding new ways to introduce elements that he probably has like locked and loaded that we just haven't thought of. So nothing ever gets stale, rote, boring, nothing. And, and the minute we might think like, Oh, we have it figured out. He drops a bomb on us, man. Yeah. And, and it, and it, and it, it kind of 
not that we're scrambling, but then everybody's like, oh, okay, like let's let's do this, let's figure this out. And and to me, that's what's really compelling about all of this. And and keeps me locked in every day. I'm, you know, I'm LFGO, I better be there because you know, I don't want to miss something. And there's been times you get busy and you miss them and then you go back and hear the recording. And you're like, oh, he just like he said something. And I'm like four hours late, like, wow, no, you know. It's been pretty For sure, good. man. I find myself listening to those recordings if I miss and going, oh, that's what everybody was talking about in the grotto. Like, fuck, yep. you got to get on it. But I, I do think that, you know, the market will turn around at some point. And I think people will remember who was here building yep. and continuing to go through the bear market. And it doesn't feel that way within threesomes, right? I'm like, it's it's not a bear market for this project because, like you said, paper thin floors, everything's going up. The, the team aspect, the franchise era has really ratcheted everything up a notch where like the competition is with the collecting part of it you know it's like that's the driving force and i think he has cultivated like a community that is unlike any other like i don't really hang out in other discords much i might drop in say hey what's up every now and again but like this is where i live you know like it's just the engagement like you said is like on another level and we're like I can't wait till he starts dropping more narrative stuff into this, which he said he has built out that will kind of connect some of the dots. He said that there's stuff in the description that none of us have brought to light yet. Like some of the cards have descriptions that already are playing that out. And, you know, we just don't know. Well, and, you know, it's funny. He's mentioned that to me a couple of times and I'll find myself going back and, uh, you know, either I was never meant to be a code cracker or a decipherer of esoteric knowledge, uh, you know, and, and just trying to find those breadcrumbs. And, you know, you said an interesting thing, you, you will kind of pop into these other discords now and again, man, a lot of the discords I'm in, I could hop in once a month and exactly the same things happening that was before, um, same conversations, um, nothing, never at any point do, I feel like I missed out, but you know, if, if you're not a part of what we have going on, um, things move quickly and, and it, it, it keeps me wanting to be there. And, and not only as part of the collecting the season, um, but just with what everyone else has going on in their lives. You know, I think that's the, the interesting part. There's a, a deeper level of call it intimacy or like communication that we all have it's it's pretty interesting I was was talking to my wife about this the other day I've been on discords for quite a while and a lot of them have been tied to like games and stuff like that you know um but never have I met anybody in real life or you know seen them on my computer screen like we do now yeah it's the it's the best thing ever it really is we've just met so many cool people like through this project that I just haven't experienced in any other discord. Right. Like I don't, I don't mean to use fuck render as an example, but I popped in there the other day and he had two everyone's in a row and was like, fuck, like I can't even get anybody to like come and say anything. It's like, yeah, I, I felt like in those other discords, I'm hanging out with a bunch of investors, you know, we're just like, we're all in here for a common reason. And that is to make money on your art, you know, at the end of the day, which it's just shitty and like that's one facet obviously but like the the grotto is just it's a plethora of other reasons we're there like 
hell yeah, we'd all love to make some money. But at the end of the day, we're there because we like each other and we have fun doing it. And I don't find that anywhere else. It, you, you nailed it, man. I think we just just as people, we, we walk through life and so many of our interactions are transactional. And, you know, I think that's transactional is what we do in a lot of the collecting outside the grotto like you said it's oh i'm gonna you know i'm gonna buy this at mint hold on to it flip it whatever um when you can dig past that surface layer and start to to build uh something more meaningful man that's that's when you struck gold and the, the crazy part is here you can do both you know like in the midst of a bear market if someone let's say like needed to, for some crazy reason, um, sell everything that they've collected, they would get more than they ever would have. Now Tezos is, is, you know, like that you have to deal with that side of it, but if you were able to like set that aside or figure something out, I mean, there's nothing there, else I can say about that. In People are lining up to take your shit. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like if you were looking to yeah. exit this project, if you unfortunately had like some financial stuff you had to deal with and had to, I mean, we've seen it, people needed to leave and people will line up to get that shit and there it's, it'll be gone easily yep. or way more than you bought it for. Cause everything yeah. at this point's an airdrop, you know, um, pretty much, you know, it's, it's, it's funny because uh, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago, I was trying to look at like what I could move around to, to try and stack some liquidity to maybe pop, a little deeper on the nifty stuff or grab a couple pieces that I wanted to have. Um, and I ultimately had to just say, well, I, I have to sit on this for now um, because it, it wasn't worth it. And that's like, that summarizes the juxtaposition of this project and every other project out right now. Um, and it's just, it's a really cool thing because again, like, you know, that transactional element is going to be a part of anything in this space. It's completely unavoidable. And I think that's a good thing ultimately. Um, so I would never want it to go away, but when you can have more than that, uh, it, it, it's gold and, and there's nothing, there's nothing useless that we could ever purchase because you never, you buy something you never know like whether it's holder utility which is always going to be there or he one day tells you like hey man or hey grotto i suppose um this is what's happening this is the next this is the next nugget um and you said one thing earlier and it i i can't wait to get to participate in one of these is the the more like narrative story based things that he did um I haven't, I don't know to what extent you guys have talked about it on one of the podcasts before, but the whole threes miss. Um, yeah. I don't think we touched on that at all because we in didn't the, in the March madness. Yeah. And the gourds, like, uh, so you that's know, the like, one from October with the Shana mystery was unbelievable. Yeah. That was so much fun. And like, that still hasn't been wrapped up. Like, I think he's just been indicted. Ivan has, and like, we don't yeah. really know what's happening with that trial. So that's going to come back around. I don't know if we'll wait till October to reopen that up, but I like the idea of like, this is a long form art project that yep. these friends will stay friends for a long time. People will cycle in and cycle out, but like the core group of people will keep doing this and building on it for a long time. And like with the outlook of Tezos, like they're saying, you know, 2025 could be 20, 30 bucks, you know, and like, we'll be in another atmosphere. Yeah. I, I couldn't even imagine that. Yeah. We, we, you know, 
<clears throat> we uh, we avoid one Lambo at all costs, and frankly, I don't even think I could fit in a Lambo. But um, same. That would that would be an interesting proposition. Maybe we could buy two and like you know weld them together, yeah. into, like a super Lambo or something. Win Tahoe. Win Tahoe. <laughs> much much more appropriate. Um, <laughs> so that that'll be cool. Let Let me ask you this: like we we've, we've been doing the um, the franchises and the teams for. Oh, it's, it's been maybe a couple months now. How, how has that like process felt to you overall, like maybe versus your expectations going into it? Yeah, I would say that the, the amount of involvement is definitely ramped up, especially at the beginning part when we were doing free agency in the draft and uh, working through some of that with the GM and just figuring out who we were targeting, like what kind of research we were doing for that. Um, it was a lot of fun. Like it wasn't anything. I was like, shit, I got to do this. It was like, we're up to like 3am on the computer yeah. like, having a blast, like just yeah. doing stupid shit with spreadsheets. But it met all my expectations, man. I, I actually, I've, we've outdone our expectations. I didn't think the NFTs would coalesce the way that they did and, and really strive to want to learn this stuff. Like the rookies are unbelievable. Like I think three set this up in a way that you know, if you have to pay to get in, it's almost like you have skin in the game right off the bat and you're really involved. And I think that that was key in making the rookies like um, a huge factor in franchise era. Right. And we're going to continue to have new rookies come through. And I think that's going to be the lifeblood of this project is like Agreed. new people getting excited about the project, reinvigorating the old stuff, yep. learning the lore and then reteaching that to the next generation of rookies, yep. you know, like I, it's a really cool concept and I'm glad that it like, it aligns so much with the baseball aspects of like, no, this isn't a baseball project, but God damn, does it look like a real league? <laughs> it does. It does. You know, and I think that like going in hand with that, it's, it's been really cool seeing some people come in and, and you can, some people get it, I think maybe a little bit quicker. And then you go and see them like make some moves. You know, I think like tiny pony is a good example of that. Tiny like, ponies on the top 20 buyers list now or something. Taking big swings and it's like smart. And, and I, I guarantee from, you know, maybe some of the first big swings he took um, already in a, in a awesome position just by doing that. It's, it's outstanding and really cool to see. And um, just so many times I kicked myself like, oh, right when I came in, like I should have gone harder. When we saw base cards at that time at like 20, 30 Tez, like we could have been making some big time moves. And I was just like, well, we're waiting, you know, waiting for the The smart people scoop that shit up and we're left in the dust, man. And, you know, and and stacked it up. So um, are you going to are you going to make it out to NYC? I wish I could. I actually have a wedding that weekend, if you can fucking believe it. Wow. I mean, I almost can't. Is this your 45th of uh, yeah, 46, 46? So yeah. 46th. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, it's been a long run of weddings for sure. Just had one last weekend, had two weeks off and then another wedding. I'm in this one actually. So pretty important one. And then I think I'm good for a little while. I think I have one in August and like three more in October. Like it's, yeah. it's ridiculous, but I think we're, this will be the last year of it. I think hopefully. Um, but yeah, when, when NFT NYC every year is like during the week, it fucks me up because I 
take so much time off for work for like other vacations and shit. Sure. And it comes around. I'm like, fuck, it's during the week. And uh, I'll make it down there at some point. I really liked Art Basel that it was on the weekend. When is I, that? That was in December. But I think okay. they do another one like in the middle of the year somewhere. I need to figure that out. But Miami was great in December. Like I would do that again. I want to make it to NFT NYC, but it won't be this time around. Just yeah. I wish they did it on a fucking weekend, man. That's that's a weird thing. I, I don't know if they figure like all these DGENs are like they don't work in the weekend. Yeah, and like, can just, just go. You know, yeah, yeah. They're already like ETH rich or something. So, you know, um, that that is a weird thing. I guess summertime. So they figure half of their half of their populations like uh, school kids so they're yeah. on summer break i guess i don't know it's 16 year olds and people who you know just don't need to work ever yeah they want you which to quit is, your job and go full-time nft but you know i can't well, which fortunately it's not i don't think there's any many of us that have gone uh that route yet but there's enough of us that are just like uh i guess dgens in the right way that um we're we're gonna make it there come hell or high water um looking forward to it again, you know, like calling back to earlier, what other project are you like genuinely looking forward to like seeing people that you feel like are your best friends? No yeah, other. I, mean, I would check out the G Vol crew, like a shout out to kid eight. I still like kid eight a lot. I like what they're growing over there. And like, I'm obviously big friends with slime Sunday. He probably is going to have an exhibit of them like fucking up a floor somewhere with graffiti and stuff. Awesome. Like, I would definitely go to that. But like you said, there's not many that would go. Like, I mean, I would go to a cool party regardless. Like if someone had something I could hold and hop into a party, great yeah. the party, but I don't know, man. It's not like I would go to like a, a fuck render exclusive party or anything, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I see those people in other places. Like, I would hang out with the fuck render people who collect that within threesomes land. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like I would just hang out with the grotto if we did it anyways. And that's the other problem is I could work from down there, but yeah. I know that I like wouldn't get anything done or not find a place where I could actually work and then go out at night. It was just a fucking mess. Do you, I promise you, you would get fuck all done. If I saw you like clacking away on your keyboard, I would come, just, I would start away. I would, yeah, I would start with light annoyance, right? Like, you know, getting naked, doing something weird. And then if that didn't get you, I'd come and like close your keyboard or like, you know, four bottles of champagne on your head, like whatever it took. That would be that's it. That's how I know. I, I can't make it, man. I know it would very be unfair to yourself to, to try and say, I'm going to go there and do work. Yeah, that's that just wouldn't happen. I know it. So any plans that you're specifically looking forward to at NFT NYC? You know, just, just hanging out with everybody, I think the, the big thing. Um, I was looking at, uh, Retro posted a, uh, was like an Excel spreadsheet or something that got released that had everything on it. Of it course. is insane how much stuff there is. Um, and you see it in like half of the projects I'm, you know, I don't, I don't know what they are. Um, I think I might not be the most sophisticated NFT collector in the world. I mean, I came into this world, the Bitsky was my entry point, which is basically like the Kmart, of of nfts right i bought a couple of things off bitsky yeah yeah and, and i don't say that to demean them because they've had really really good drops there 
but it's the most random thing in the world. It's like um, it's maybe a flea market's a better example because you could find like a crazy vintage leather jacket that's four grand or, you know, you're buying cleaning supplies. It's just, it's a crazy mishmatch of stuff. It's a Walgreens. Um, yeah, it is Walgreens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, they, they keep the high-end stuff there. In fact, the, the, the very first thing I tried to buy um, that sold out and I was like, wait, this happens was one of those uh, Staples Meta Pigeons. Okay. Because <laughs> I had bought some stuff on Bitski and it was like, you know, uh, it, for a, an old guy like me who's dumb, you can just use a credit card. Yeah. Right. Um, and I was like, oh man, like MetaMask, that's scary. Like I got like put crypto on and stuff. I didn't know what I was doing. And Same. eventually, eventually you get deep enough that you're forced to then like go try that stuff out. And it ends up not being as hard as you thought it would be. Thank God. Um, Agreed. It looks very complicated. And then when, once you set it up, it's not that bad, but I did the same thing. I went from Nifty Gateway. I tried out Bitski, also a credit card, right? Got a yeah. Nirvana. I think um, that actually might have been a crypto cactoid um, contract. I can't remember if he got connected with Abana after the Bitski drop or not, but um, that's the only thing I think I've purchased on there. But yeah, it's a Walgreens for sure. Yeah. Well, and, you know, so it it can be weird because, you know, I think that the the key that unlocked everything for me again, like, dude, I'm an old dude, like Twitter. I didn't realize that like you had to basically be on Twitter to, to really get like deep in the NFT space. That's just where all the information lives. Um, and once I got on there, it's funny, like, you know, I, I first get on there, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, wow, there's like a, there's a lot of NFT stuff on here. This is crazy. And then I stumble onto somebody who like posts something that was on um, Hen. It was like the first way stumbling onto everything that's on Tezos. And I'm like, whoa, like all of a sudden I feel like I'm in like this back alley. Like, what, where did this stuff come from? You know, yeah, it feels like and, somebody's selling you drugs behind the wall. Yeah, and, and honestly, some of the art on there was like indicative of that. Right. <laughs> like, just, I'm like, holy shit, there's like wild stuff on here. Um, and and on top of it, it's like, oh, this piece of art's dope. It's like it's one tease. It's like five <laughs> bucks. <laughs> Like you kidding me? Up. Yeah. So, so I, that saved my life last summer because that's when NFTs weren't doing so hot. Nifty Gateway was cooling off. And I was like, fuck, I need to like, I need a fix. You know, I need to yeah. buy stuff, but I don't, I didn't like yeah. the PFP stuff. So yeah, Hen was awesome. And I could, you could go spend 20 Tez and get fucking 20 cool pieces of art. You know, I, I love that. And it, that's just like, to your point, like, you know, you're laying in bed, you're scrolling through there. Next thing you know, you've bought like 12 things. And in this instance, it's all because they look really rad. Like there's so much stuff there that you're not, it's, it's, it's now like not transactional in the opposite kind of way. Cause you don't care. Like you don't care if it goes up to a million. You're just That's like, the point. yeah, I paid like a couple bucks for it. This is just like, looks really cool. You know? Yep. Not even looking to like make a buck. It's like, I'll just buy this cause it's awesome. And yep. that's like the crux of like what we're trying to get to with NFTs. It's like you just buy that because you like it. Yep. It takes out a lot of the pressure, but then you know the pressure gets added back when it's like you know I paid a thousand bucks for this and I it better go to two thousand or I'm going to be fucked. You know, and yeah. Like, you don't want to I mean, live in that. 
which I did I for like the first six months. Do you think we'll ever get there, though? Is that like an achievable destination? Most likely not. I think that this, I think NFTs will fork in a lot of different directions where you'll see the art route, you'll see the PFP collectible route, and you'll see all these other routes we don't even know about yet. Yeah. That I think NFT technology can just be used in so many other ways that we haven't even tapped into, honestly. And I think other blockchains are going to start doing their own smart contracts and stuff. We've seen Solana bubble up since then. Absolutely. I haven't, I haven't bought a goddamn thing on that chain. Like, I just, I don't... I, I don't even buy stuff on ETH much anymore. You know, it's it's strictly Tezos or the rare Nifty Gateway drop where I'll go use my card or whatever. Yeah. But like all my ETH that I ever was buying was going to NFTs. And I wish I just held the fucking ETH, you know. <laughs> you know, the, the it's a it's a great space to uh learn some lessons. And that's I think the hard part about like collecting NFTs is there's really no way to to collect for a while and, and not learn expensive mistakes. You have to, it's the only um, way. Cause yeah. then that's how you learn. That's how it sticks yeah. with you. When there's actually like a, a monetary value to that mistake, you're like, fuck, I can't do that again. Like I literally cannot do that again. Yep. Well, <laughs> I remember like one that like really hurt was uh, again, being a new person and not like understanding what a gas war was and just getting completely throttled by that. Um, not only a costly mistake, but one that ended up with nothing in my wallet as a result of it. Um, just burning money. Yeah. Like literally lighting it on fire. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> rough. <laughs> yeah. I could do so much better things lighting money on fire that, you know, uh, whether getting it in my body somehow or, or doing something else. So, yeah, that was very frustrating to be sure. Um, Another but, positive for Tezos, right? Gas is nothing. I just, I don't, it's one thing I really don't understand um, is the, the, it seems like artists or the ETH community looks at Tezos as like a redheaded stepchild or looks down on them. And I, I don't get it because at the end of the day, it's just a transactional medium. It's just facilitating one thing to the other. And, and when it, when things are good, it relatively holds its value. So what's the difference? Let's just call it, it's at five bucks, ETH is at 3000 of selling something for one ETH versus selling it for a, you know, a thousand Tezos. Like, right. What, it's what the are we same thing, about? except you know? there's no gas involved. Like you can but save your collector no money involved. by yep. doing it on Tezos. I've actually seen the tides being shifted right now. I see a lot of people on Twitter, like, I'm bullish on Tezos, like that weren't before. And they're like, you know, if you're not having fun in NFTs right now, go to Tezos. And I think it's true. Like, yeah, there's a lot of fun to be had on Tezos. They're, they're tighter communities. It seems like, you know, in the golden days of him, like everybody was promoting each other. I think it's, it's probably a little bit different now because people are just down on the bear market or whatever, but Tezos is where it's at. And I really, I feel like that has the real artist momentum behind it versus like, the established people who kind of fell in just because they were early, sure. you know, they kind of, a lot of people got a lot of credit or clout just for being really early on Nifty yep. gateway or early to the ETH range. It's like, I think all that stuff, water finds its level at some yep. point. And like, we're seeing it now we're seeing a lot of stuff start going to zero. I have alerts on Nifty gateway for stuff that I own. And like, 
I see people, you know, taking offers for 55 bucks and I'm like, fuck me. I'm never going to get my money back on that. But I, I haven't come to the point of like dumping it because I never know what might happen in, in the future. Yep. And I like it. And I bought it because I liked it. So like it's I've made money here and there. It's covered all of that crap. Like I I've come to deal with it. Like I missed out on board apes. You know, you miss yeah. things. You hold yep. stuff too long. It happens. But like you can't dwell on it. You know, you, you can't. And I think that the, the biggest mistake that probably a lot of I wouldn't even call them collectors, but speculators made was coming into this space thinking that they were just like going to make money. And while I'm sure a lot did, that's just like disaster written all over it. it you're here for the, the wrong reasons, ultimately. And the, the thing about Tezos that I, I find the most valuable is if like I'm a if I'm a creator, I want that chain that's going to be the most accessible to my community and make the collecting process like the least painful on them. Um, and, and that's, you know, to the whole, like, it's basically gasless. That's what it provides. It, it provides extra money to like actually spend on the art, but then like the flexibility to maybe like do other funny creative stuff, which threes is clearly like maximize that. Right. This, High like, transaction amounts yes. where it doesn't matter. Like yes. you, can't, you literally could not do his project on Ethereum because it would just cost us too much money and he wouldn't yep. want to do that to us. So yep. Just makes and, sense. And again, I think that, uh, you know, the, the whole, the utility debate is, is an interesting thing, but I think collectors are going to demand it over time. Um, because I agree. Like, I, I, I know like the art for art's sake argument, but like sell prints, man. Yeah. Like you're using a, a highly sophisticated technology to provide authentication that this is from you. That can't be it. That, I mean, like you can do so much more stuff. And I, to your point, Tezos is the place where you can build out that utility because Ethereum, it costs too much to do things with your NFT, right? Yep. I mean, you could mint it all day, but like, what can you do after the fact? That might have to rely on utility outside of the chain, which is like for music NFTs, you know, you go to this uh, concert or whatever, you get your ticket stub as an NFT. Yep. Maybe you get the DVD for a discount or you get access to VIP lounges or some shit. Like there's ways to build out super fandom of yep. creators. I think there's levers to be pulled to make it worthwhile for them to spend money on that and invest in you as a creator, cutting out all of the other people in the middle that aren't really necessary. You know, just if we could just find a way to make it so NFTs just uh, help us to avoid ticket fees alone, it will be the greatest invention in like the history of mankind. Um, so the, the applications is I'm, I'm big on that. I think that that's what I've been most bullish about from the start of NFTs as like a thing, quote unquote, um, your, your imagination is, is really the limit on, on what can be done with them. Um, I think that's the beauty of the blockchain too, is like the hyper transparency and super trackable uh, ledger of everything happening. Um, so we're, we're in lockstep on that. It just so happens you can do like cool art shit and like do badass projects. But when you think about like art for art's sake, ultimately, it, like historically, those pools are small, you know, um, 
especially right now where it's not even the most accessible, like be able to like put something on a, in a frame on your wall yet. Like those frames are kind of expensive, not the greatest. So, you know, I think that as, as people come in, they, they can, they can lose interest really quick because it's like, all right, what do I do? Everyone's like kind of talking shit to them. Like, Oh, you look at it on your phone. And if you get it, you get it. You see it more than that. Um, But like that happens. And then, the market goes wonky people bail because it's like what's the reason to stay because you know there's not the compelling thing tying them in and, and they're and, crashing floors on their way out right absolutely like, they got all hyped up and like went in i'll buy a bunch of shit but then when it starts going sideways they don't hold long enough to see the value it's just like oh, i gotta get the fuck out of this and it causes like a cascade effect of like oh well this person's bouncing maybe i should bounce and then yep. it's well, that's ash, right? That's yeah, exactly. It was a snowball of everyone just exiting, exiting. And like, of all the stuff that Threes has said, like, I, I never could have imagined that Pat could have made a misstep like that. But fuck was Threes right? Like, I just, I can't believe the audacity some people have in this space to just burn up people's money. Yeah. And, and maybe it wasn't intended to be a rug pull, obviously, but like, shit happens a lot in this space that ends up fucking over people. And, you know, that's one of three's two tenants, you know, he's not going to fuck anybody over. And uh, what's the other one? Uh, don't be a dick. Yeah. Something like that. Or I think do what's like, best for the project. Yeah. And like, uh, yeah. you know, everything's got future utility. Yeah. Um, that's why I've always, I've always thought I paraphrase them in my mind. Just don't be a dick and do what's best for the project. It, it is simple. You know, we, we've mentioned it before. I know Threes has kind of talked about it, but like a crazy example of the trust here is I come in, this is like my foray into, into the grotto. I finally get in after knocking on the door for a while, you know, uh, interacting on the social, submitting my, um, my waitlist application. And, and one day Threes is like, basically like said to do something and I did it and I got DM from him and he's like, all right, fucker, you're in, don't mess this up. And it was great. <laughs> and it came in and it just like, uh, you know, I felt like an orphan who was like told like, Oh, you have real parents. Like, do you want to go meet them? And then like you walk in the house and everybody looks like you is great. <laughs> but, but very quickly the Valentine's inserts come around, um, which was Great timing on my part, because at that point, you know, oranges are going for uh, whatever they are, like two to three tes a piece, you know, Miz is doing poker nights. I, I want to play, but it's like 60 bucks, you know, you're, yeah. it's like, oh, man, like, I, like, it's like not sustainable because I suck at poker. Um, so that happens. But the whole point of this is uh, we're we're like basically like building like these little mini DAOs to uh maximize our leverage as these groups to get the the best uh buy on the pinks and it's we're kind of like slapping it together next thing i know like i'm the person everybody's sending their money to to fill out the form and i'm sitting there like you know i've been here you know a few weeks uh nobody really like really like knows me right uh, have an address social uh anything ip address and they'd send me like you know three thousand tes 
and nobody even thinks twice about it, man. It, it's just crazy. And, and to me, like that, that's worth more than um, a lot of the other things here, because that that's uh, indicative of, of like really building trust in the community. Um, you know, I know he's talked about like people sending NFTs around to be able to do this, this and that. Um, and, and it's that trust that I think allows like further layers of intimacy to be like honest about like who we are as people. And that's important because, you know, I think a lot of the, the people in this space are like putting on an act. I would see that a lot like in Ash, you know, I was, I was in that Ash space for a while and it was like toxic positivity over there. And a lot of people like, just like kind of fronting, I guess, ultimately. And it's like, this is, just, this is felt weird. Interactions were weird. Um, and, and the, the, the grotto is not, it's authentic. And right. it's, you're you know, missing that fakeness, you know, it's just like, I don't, yeah. what's the point, you know? And, and to your point earlier about the, you know, sending you 3000 tests, like, at the end of the day, I think people feel so trustworthy because there's this backbone in the grotto that is, if you were to run off with that, threes would make it okay somehow. Yeah. You know what I mean? He would make those people whole again yep. somehow. He'd make it happen. And I, we just, we have that feeling about everything that he does with the project where it's like, if something went sideways, which we haven't seen happen, he would fix it. Yep. Like no, no questions asked. Like he will make it worth our while. So like, I don't know. I just feel like we're in good hands and, you know, we're part of a project that I think more people will learn about over time and kick themselves for not getting in earlier. Cause I know they've seen the tweets. I know absolutely. they've seen the podcasts. Like absolutely there's, there's things out there. Like he's got his fingers in everything. Yep. And, you know, especially with like some of the, like the new stuff, like the nifty gateway drop using a lot of the mainstream NFT artists in the art, um, as people that he actually knows, like he's talked to these people and like, it's cool to see the relationships he's built with these established artists and how that hopefully trickles down into more and more people realizing the legitimacy of this project. There's just so many bricks, like in that foundation. One is that trust Two, it's in a, in a pretty aggressive bear market, all time highs, paper thin floors, like amazing action. It's that how connected he is to the like community at large, but also I don't think is like exploitative of that fact. Exactly. Be, he feels weird. Be, yeah. Calling on those people. Like he doesn't yep. ask for favors because he feels weird about it. Yep. And, and I think like there might be people on the outside looking in like that are just like haters or shit talkers that might say, well, like he's painting these guys. That's exploitative. It's not. Uh, and that they're totally missing the point if that thought crosses their mind for even a minute. Um, and, you know, because it's not like, especially with Nifty, that it was like the first time he's done it. He did this a long time ago when a lot of these people were known in a very small bubble. Um, and, you know, all of this is helping everybody. And that's really, I think, like, you know, don't be a dick, do what's best for the project. But like trickling in the background is, truly like a, a feeling of like a rising tide raises all ships and that extends outside of the project as well. And it's a, it's a really beautiful thing. Yeah, it really is. And um, hats off to him. If people don't know, he's in the woods right now, painting up all those threesies that he released on Nifty Gateway. Um, there's a hundred of them again, new character. We don't know what it is. 
I'm excited. So is that the plan? Hold on. Is is he like his intent was like like to really like go knock them all out? Yeah, I think he tried to do it last time but got COVID really bad. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. He was gonna do that. it in a week. He gave himself like five days to do it all. And we were like, dude, yeah. give yourself more time. Like everyone was like, take your time, take your time. And he was like, I want to get it done. Um, and I and, you know, this the illness set him back a little bit, but doing okay now. And it seems like uh it's still a plan to release or reveal those um, after NFT NYC, I believe. So um, he'll have the two more weeks to, or one more week in the woods to paint and then another week of NFT NYC. And then I think it's reveal time. So hopefully you got them done. If not, honestly, take your time, dude. Like we're here. Like this is for the long run. It, in my mind, like I picture him like in the wilderness is like a cross between like Tom Hanks in uh what's that uh and cast the cross between like tom hanks and castaway and like hunter s thompson but instead of like the like funny long cigarette that's like a paintbrush in his mouth and maybe like some leaves in his hair i'm sure he's like in like a dope spot but for some reason like in my mind he's like you know he's got like a one-man tent and he's like painting on like a a park bench that's just how i like he's naked like no deprivation. Yeah. Fucking love it. Do you think he'll listen to this? Um, that's a good question. I, I he'll probably listen to the first five minutes and then he'll be like, oh, these these Ron's an idiot. And then he immediately like, why did then he's gonna be mad at you for even letting me on here? <laughs> and then he might not ever do one with you again. So um, I think he'll love it, man. And we're 45 minutes in if he's listening at this point. I want you to text me the word banana and I'll know that you were listening. I can't wait to see if I get that text. Oh, that I like that. What the, the, what if he's randomly like eating bananas though? He's just like, text me banana. Yeah, He's like, dude, these bananas are great. And you're like, wait, are you fucking with me? I'm like, uh, did you, uh, so you must've listened to the podcast. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) I just like bananas. Did uh, I, I, I hit him the other day and I was just like, you know, it's interesting. Like, um, you're, your voice, I like need to hear your voice, like to go through gaps. And and I apologize to everybody because if you thought in any way that my like uh, arrested mid puberty voice could in any way, um, you know, substitute for the dulcimer tones of threes, like within 10 seconds, they're greatly disappointed by that. So nobody can touch that voice, man. When they had the, yeah. the AMA on nifty and it, wasn't a voice chat i was like what the, what are we doing here yeah i'm missing out on the best part of all this well i've already i've always been told that uh i have a voice for reading books in my head and 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 a face for radio. very dark rooms yeah, face for radio yeah so um <laughs> your radio but with like the lights off yeah. you know <laughs> you don't even want to like see your reflection in like the in the recording booth so that's not true we have some greek gods in the in the grotto i think you're one of them it's it's just it's been great man and and you know i, I always wonder about are there are there people on the outside that listen to these to to try and understand the the project more um and if you wonderful people here 45 minutes in have listened to my drivel i i can tell you this um and, and i mean this sincerely I, I think the best way is to just to dive in both feet um I, I know that when i first saw three stuff i thought it was like super rad but i didn't understand 
um, like what the utility meant. And I wasn't on Twitter yet. Like I was at a loss um, and I finally got myself there, but I could have expedited that. And if I could have found myself in the grotto sooner, I, I would have. And the, what feels complex is on some levels, but it's also really not. Because every step of the way, everybody's like holding your hand, telling you exactly what to do. Um, and, and so you catch up. So if any stalwart, uh, you know, speculators of wanting to join the project are here 46 minutes in, just just do it. The doors are open now, too. So it's easier than yep. ever to join the grotto. Like there was a yep. waiting list for like a long time. Yeah, well, I was I was on that. I had to I had to write an essay. It was more stressful than like a job interview or like a college <laughs> application. I was like, oh, man, like spent spent nights and nights, you know, grinding up Adderall and Modafinil, taking them at the same time <laughs> to try and make it uh, just a, a superlative piece of writing. Um, I'm sure it was literally undecipherable i hope we get to read that someday that's fantastic he he should like that would be actually interesting if he were to like read people's essays not say maybe who wrote them but just read them because i know his voice in his voice there's gotta be some some really good ones there you that should be a podcast or like maybe like a um, segment exactly it could be a segment like at some point he'll read somebody's uh, grotto essay. Cause that would be, that would be awesome. I got to write that down. That's definitely got to happen, man. I love that. Oh, and, and then there's gotta, he's gotta have a bunch that, uh, you know, are there too, that, yeah, that, that just maybe like sent them and then disappeared or whatever. That's the interesting thing about this space. It's transient. You know, I was in, I was in a, a few projects where, uh, very naively, I was like, this is the best. I'm going to be here forever. And then here we are three months later. I'm like, I was dog shit. I'm dumb, you know? Um, you know, he's keeping all those form answers, too. He's doing something with all those answers to the questions on the form. And I think that's going to be hilarious whenever that comes out. And uh, I, any Grotto Denzians, I encourage you to really take a moment and put some thought into those. I know I do. That's like, I do, too. All, it's so I'm, much fun. Exactly. Like, you know, it's just like when we're on LFG, like uh, to me, is I think about it like a game, like I just want to write something that'll make him like chuckle and then call me stupid, you know, or dummy, because yeah. I know I got him. And that's like the best. And, and I'll, so I'll write my answer and like picturing him laughing at it because I'm like, oh, that's the best when you get when you get that guy to laugh. To your point earlier about like it's complex on some levels, like at the end of the day, if you just come to the grotto and wait for a form to be dropped and then fill out that form as the instructions tell you to, you're doing it. That's all you have to do. Yep. So I mean, it really is as simple as that. And, and honestly, like uh, just the, the benefits of, of being there um, completely unrelated to NFTs is that's just the best vibe. I've told him this numerous times, you know, it's, it's the, it's like a last bastion or like a refuge for just, you know, a horrible person like me with the most like off color sense of humor where I don't have to worry about anybody freaking out on me and I can just 
you know, say my nonsense and, and, and it's, it's a bastion of free speech, right? Like at the end of the kind day, of, like, without like, being a dick, it's like, we're, yeah. we're tolerant of all people, uh, any lifestyle you want to live, but yep. we're all debauchery, degenerate, like talk about whatever. And like, yeah. it's, well, it's it, not all about that either though. Like, I don't want people to think we're just in there just like talking about cum and sluts and like that happens, <laughs> but like, it's in a joking way. It's almost satire of that. It truly it's, it's weird the way it, you'll see it unfold. If you're in the grotto, you, you'd understand that it's, it's all in good fun and it's never to make anyone feel uncomfortable. Uh, honestly, like I think because it's good people, that's like, again, like that's the key, man. Like, you know, I tell my kids like uh, the, the, our only rule really is like, you gotta be kind. Um, and then if I were to like, unintentionally say something which i have in life it happens i'm an idiot you know where you like feel like you like upset somebody like that would that would crush me because i'm a big sensitive you know doofus um and and that that would be horrible so it's to your point uh people aren't making like bold forays across you know taboo lines or anything um but it's it's just a whole lot of fun and and you can be yourself and, and in this space, again, like I've been in situations where it's like there's this toxic positivity, which I think is just as bad as like somebody being like a super fudder um, or or this um, like like unrealistic. Uh, we're all going to be rich stuff like it's crazy. <laughs> the, those um, two extremes are ridiculous. Like they really are. Just have a good head on your shoulders, man. That's, yeah. That's it. And come vibe. And this is like just the best, this is the best place to vibe. You know, I, uh, if for some reason, you know, my wife left me and emptied my bank accounts and I didn't have two nickels to be able to get in on the next form, uh, you better believe I'd still be uh, listening to LFGs and talking <laughs> my nonsense in the grotto, you know? Fuck yeah, Ron. This has been awesome, man. I really enjoyed talking to you. Can't wait to meet you in real life at some point. Like it's going to happen, has to happen. And uh, shout out to Mrs. O'Mac for me. And you guys have a fucking been lurking blast. In the background. Have a blast in DR, dude. We will, man. And, I, you know, thank, thanks for giving me an opportunity to visit with you here. It means the world to me. When I see you, I'm going to hug you so hard that your mustache is going to grow like eight more inches, dude. It'll be like Play-Doh. It won't be the only thing growing. <laughs> only thing growing eight inches, though. Yeah, yeah, off. for sure. I can't, no, can't, can't reach that. Um, fuck, man. I, I I heard you talking about wanting to be on the pod, and I was like, he's my number one. Like, you're, you're definitely going to be filling in. So we'll have I appreciate you on more that. often. We should definitely it's, rotate some more people in though, for sure. Yeah, it is good. We finally got to like uh, be silly here at the end and it's been nice. Um, and and I, I appreciate the heck out of what um, you bring to the grotto, the all the extra stuff uh, you do for us. I mean, that's that's how I look at it. This is, you know, like a, a, a big part of, of everything about this project, man. So just keep doing what you do because it's it's recognized and appreciated and, and you are much loved. I appreciate it, man. Drink a couple Presidentes for me. You consider it done. I heard the hot drink in the DR is called a Mama Wana. Mama Wana, yes. That is yeah. a red liquid made from trees of bark and oh, uh, all sorts of You know of about it. Oh, yeah. You'll have a lot of it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. They'll, they'll be Am I going to be like shitting and vomiting blood-colored liquid? 100%.
and oh, you won't well, know if it's the drink up. or not. So it's just like, I'm okay, I guess. It must be the mama wanna. <laughs> Did it kill you? I lived. I lived. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping it's going to uh, make it so that if I feed enough to the missus and I can get mama to wanna do who knows what. <laughs> That's the goal. Or they outlawed marijuana and just made the drink mama wanna. Well, there you go. I mean, we'll uh, we'll dry it and find a way to smoke it or something, too. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, we're creative. <laughs> All right, Ron. Peace, Hi, buddy. Man. I Have appreciate you. Yeah, yep. man. Talk to you soon.